All right. This is this is exciting for me um, and for a couple of my friends who kept telling me I should do this. But yeah, welcome to Underwater Sweatshop. Uh, this is uh, my name is Emmanuel and uh, this is going to be my podcast. Um, yeah, um, I had a friend. Uh, he always told me uh, I talk a lot and particularly uh, about politics, I am very opinionated and I'm not really scared to like tell my side of what I think is right or wrong. Uh, I do try to take as much nuance, like I do try to bring as much nuance to the topics as humanly possible. But realistically, I just I just go off and he's always like after hearing me for like so many years, he's just like, dude, you got it. You got to make a podcast and like just talk and let people just hear it and they'll love it. And I had my own reservations. Uh, I was pretty hesitant at first because uh, though when I'm talking to friends, at least I know I'm not going to have to, um, you know, deal with a lot of pushback or anything. But then um, uh, particularly given like current events, th- because this was like two, three years ago when he brought this up, but like um, during like COVID and like I got like really opinionated and I was like, you know, basically telling whole groups of people my thoughts on like what things what needs to be done and uh, you know people really receptive to it I've only gotten more more courage to do it you know kind of did a YouTube thing for a bit but now I realize that I think the probably best platform for me because I'm not really a good camera person though I do love like walking around and recording stuff I'm not really I'm not gonna say I'm not I can't, I'm not a camera shy person, but I'm not definitely like me in front of the camera is not like the dream scenario. The, um, I think my best work can be really be done with me just allowing to just go off on like individual topics on the given time period. And so that's why I think podcasting is maybe a stronger platform. Also lower tech. All I really need is like a good mic, which hopefully this is a good mic. Uh, I will take criticism on audio quality. I'm, this is something when I was like working on the videos, I was, I thought I was going to be worried about, but I got more worried about the video editing and and the video recording. And that turned out to be its own hell. There's the, the YouTube time period was, was a process. Let me just say that. And, but, um, yeah, I think that, uh, podcasting uniquely fits into, my niche well in the sense of that uh in the sense that you know i like to talk i think i have a pretty good voice uh and i'm opinionated i'm not scared um to say those opinions out loud so yeah um but yeah they look took a little drink there um yeah yeah i have to have at least like have a little bit of drink in me to do this because I'm going to really be trying to go into some serious topics and I need to feel some level of relaxation <laughs> to do it. Oh, man, it'll be quite a journey. But yeah, the primary goal. But yeah, the, the primary goal of this is really to create a space where like because I, I, I would say my political ideology heavily leans into the left, um, particularly economically, because I, you know, I. I I went to school for economics. Um, I've always been fascinated with the stock market and economies, period, and how, 
you know, and what later on would be like how, you know, the economic prospects of a nation can really affect uh, the individual of those nations. You know what I mean? Like you can say America is the greatest country in the world, but like, why is that the case? It's because it provides the most economic opportunity of, well, it has the, the best. That's, that's a little bit, <laughs> that's it was debatable, but, um, at, at the very least, it was the number one economies. Therefore, it enabled, it has the ability to enable uh, people to reach individual heights higher than they may would be in, like, you know, an Iraq after being bombed out by the United States. You know what I mean? Like, those people, regardless if they're, you know, you take the same person, you mourn them in America, and you same thing, take the same other person, and you, you give them, like, you have them spawn in, like, Iraq, they're just going to have different outcomes. You know, mind you, let's not get shot or whatever. Like, just looking from an economic standpoint, they're just going to have different outcomes, most likely. And so I, I always thought, like, I think that and you'll notice this, like, I really do buy into a lot of like left economic ideas. Like, you know, what I mean, I'm not scared of the boogeyman communism. You know what I mean? I actually do read, have read a lot of communist theory. Uh, I'm actually getting into a lot of different political things. But I, you know, being in America, you 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 understand like neoliberal economics pretty you that's just default preach to you and then i i naturally read communist theory uh, planning on reading anarchist ideas um just to get a better idea of like where all this stuff comes from uh due to me knowing neoliberalism i think that like i think that i kind of don't have to go into libertarianism because it just kind of feels like it's just the, the bigger extreme of neoliberal thought, but um, an even bigger extreme. But yeah, that's not here nor there. Anyway, I'm gonna try to drop a podcast like three times a week. Uh, I'm, I'm going for a high goal here. Uh, probably on the pattern of dropping on like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. I don't know. I just don't want to open the week with like, I don't want to be recording something on a Sunday to drop on a Monday when something wild happens on a Monday. Because you know, I, I, I this is going to be pretty much news based. And I just feel like stuff just drops on Mondays, man. You know, um, so like I just feel like off, like, you know, giving myself an extra day to even to absorb even the Monday's news and opinions could. uh, So I could really get like temperature check of like what everyone's feeling about it. So that when I say my thing, it provides a little bit more of a more nuance because like you're gonna get your propaganda like trust me you're listen you don't need to come to me if you wanted to just hear because i know i because you know politics in america is like team sports if you just wanted your sides cookie cutter like we do we are actually just fine the other side's insane take you could have went to cnn you could have you could have went to fox you could have what is the new sky news like you know the, the mainstream media has that downset that's not really what you're going to hear here. I definitely do lean into a lot of uh, liberal ideas, but especially my time in the National Guard, I'm being around more military dudes who are right leaning, uh, has opened my eyes to a couple of things uh, about a couple of complaints. I'm not saying I entirely agree with them, uh, but I do see where they're coming from, and I'm able to, I guess my time there has allowed me to start differentiating what are valid claims that are just being ignored and what are like, you know, just reactionary nonsense. Um, but yeah, I hope this place to be 
a place with a place where people of many different ideological worldviews can come. You will be hit with a lot of leftist stuff, but that doesn't mean you're not gonna. And if I can get guests on, you're not gonna not also see some right right leaning stuff. But I'm I'm gonna be transparent. I am a left leaning person, 100, percent and that will inform most of my opinions. I I view things from the left side of things most of the time. Jesus Christ, living in a city is just so terrible. It's like you ever like start doing something and like that's when the worst possible thing happens. Whereas like in all other situations, like I swear I've been you, no fire trucks pass by my house all day. But the second I finally decide to sit down and like record is when this thing like st- they're just blasting like a bomb better have went off. No, all jokes aside, no bombs should have went off. But you get what I'm trying to say, like. A bomb should have went off, could have went off, but it chose to go off at the moment I decided to press record. So, yeah, everyone's going to freak out now. <laughs> That's just so frustrating. Anyway, um, but yeah, um, yeah, we'll, we'll probably talk heavily into uh, the political, the flavor of the week, political conversations that are being had. But I'm going to also be honest. I'm not going to engage with all of it. I think most of it is not really useful to people. I think that, like, for example, today we're going to be mainly discussing the abortion situation. Because I think that the conversation about abortion and subsequently the Supreme Court and why I believe they're allowed to get, you know, they were allowed to get away with this you know, says something about our democracy that I think people should care about. I think under, you know, living under the boot of capitalism makes people is the only reason why people aren't more politically aware. I don't think people aren't choose to abstain from politics because they just don't understand, don't see the importance, but like they just don't have the time or energy. You know what I mean? Like uh, they would want to know, want to talk, want to educate themselves on these topics, but when you when your job is just oppressing your time and you got family members, you know, you gotta you gotta spend time with you. Like when you, when your life is, you know, I gotta go to this job for eight hours a day, eight hours plus under the nightmare of capital from starting even on average just becoming an increased time. Uh, when you have family, you know, you you gotta make up that time because like you're either gonna cut down on sleep because you got eight hours plus at the job, then you have to go home, you got to have a relationship with the family or they're going to just view you as a strange and that's not going to be healthy. You don't want to have a negative family life. Then you got to get enough sleep. And then, you know, you got things that you need to do. Like all this stuff builds up to a situation where you can't be out here, you know, paying to the politician at some level. You just got to hope that like, you know, I put you in, I voted for you. You got to have fundamentally my best interest. And, you know, as we have learned, or as Americans have learned over time, it doesn't appear that is the case always, you know? It's important to know. So we got to make the politicians way more honest, or we got to end capitalism, or we can do both. I'm in the both camp. But anyway, <laughs> um, that's, uh, that's just my own opinion on those things. Um, but let's get into it. Uh, so 
as of last weekend. I could say that right. So I'm recording this on Monday. It'll get dropped on Tuesday. Well, Roe v. Wade was knocked down. Roe v. Wade. Uh, just looking at like Gallup polls, what is when did this article drop? Like June second, fifty eight percent of Americans said they did not want it to be overturned. It's very interesting to me that you know that we could live in a democracy and where 58% of the people don't want something to happen and it just happens anyway. You know? So wh- what does what does, what what is what is Roe v. Wade? You know? Supreme Court decision basically said that reproductive rights for a woman is you know tech well it's 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 protected by the federal government. Um that that's you know at a really basic level that's all it is. You know? Um, what does, and this, 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 this landmark case is the reason why many, uh, many abortion clinics were able to be made across the country, really helped women. Uh, it was, it was a big win for women, uh, because you know, abortion, abortions are going to happen. This is a, this is a reality that we're just going to have to get into. Abortions are going to happen, guys. If you are some psychotic a uh, person that thinks that like abortions are going to stop happening if you make it illegal. Let me tell you something, guys. Uh, we try to do that with drugs. People still did drugs. <laughs> so like it's about time you just you wake up to the reality. Making stuff illegal doesn't stop people from doing things. You know, and that is what it is. And in my own personal opinion, I, I just don't view it as something that should be anything other than the individual person's uh, right to decide. You know, when you live in a free society, people should be able to have agency over themselves. But yeah, Supreme Court, uh, with its uh, with its conservative activist judges, have decided to strike down uh, the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Um, I've seen a lot of takes all over the place about this uh this situation and one thing i don't think is getting focused enough other than like i think tyt young turks i think they uh there's a i think her name's anna who does a rant that really gets to who this is focused on because i i honestly believe that abortion fundamentally isn't a priority to most americans if I was to walk down the street and like flag down 10 people, I could, I would be hard pressed to think I can even find one person who cares enough about abortion that they, they are like, they'll go to go to the mat to see it, um, to see it, um, you know, struck down and see, uh, review shut struck down and subsequently, uh, I think, uh, Planned Parenthood, I forget what the case is called, but, uh, the Casey case that uh, will enable Planned Parenthood. Um, like, these aren't things that everyday Americans are, are stressed about. This is why, like, I, I just I just view this as just, like, strange, you know what I mean? Like, why are we comfortable with a uh, 
a, a, a judge, a judicial system, a judicial branch of government that is hell-bent on focusing things that the masses do not care for. You know what I mean? Like, it, if we live under a democracy, it, it should be the, you know, dictatorship of the majority. So if that's the case, why is a minority population in the, in, in, in the, in our society dictating things? And this minority population is the evangelical church. Um, and that's fundamentally who, who the only people who ever cared about this in our, the world is more like, this is all about if you hold, if you view Christian Christianity should be a part of the, like Christian values should be an equal part of the U S constitution. Fundamentally, this is what it's about. Like that is the goal of the evangelical church and the Christian right. Subsequently, because I realize it's unfair, just say evangelical because evangelical is a pretty big denomination that you actually, if I could take a quick look, a lot of like Baptist, uh, Methodist, holiness, Pentecostal, reformed, non-dominational. These are all, these all fall under evangelical. That's not fair. Uh, as somebody who grew up <laughs> in a Pentecostal church, uh, just look at this up just now. That's actually kind of funny. Um, that technically I fall under uh evangelical as well because that's not i i i've grew up in many actually i went to multiple churches growing up i will definitely say uh, i did probably go to a church that was not pro-abortion but they did like i'm I'm not gonna assume the congregation was pro like abortion but they definitely were not an activist church in the sense of like they're trying to literally get rid of it like they were not setting up like pickets outside of Planned Parenthoods. That was not it. But then again, I'm black. And that that interaction that uh intersection is kind of um you know, it is it's more complex. But definitely Christian white Christian right and you know particularly white evangelicals, this is this is a pressure issue for them. And these are the people who organized to cause this this ruling to come down. Fun. Uh, I and, and the worst part is, at least in my opinion, this part is about this is that like the country isn't. This should not be debated. You know, like I grew up. You know, growing up black in America. You know, when you learn about the '60s and learn about Martin Luther King. You know, and you learn about the, like all the all the rights that all the the rights that people won during the sixties and seventies. Um, I, Oh, you viewed it as like, Oh, these are set in stone. No one's going to ever touch this. Everyone kind of views it as the psychotic to touch it. You know, regardless of your opinion, like, you know, even if you, even if you're somebody, like, I, I, you could like, I'll use like my own mother, for example, does she believe that she would get an abortion? If she had to, no, she doesn't think she won't want that on herself, but she 100% agrees with anyone's ability to go do it if they need to. And that is the majoritarian opinion for most Americans. This is why I find this and I find this court to be out of line, you know, because fundamentally, regardless of what position you hold in the U.S. government, 
we are democracy and our democracy should reflect in all forms of governance. It, it should just always be ever present. A form of democratic control should always be a part of every level of our government. And some will, and people argue that, well, you know, we put in, we elect people who put the people into the Supreme Court. That isn't democratic enough for me. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say. And I, I have been doing some research and people have told me, like, oh, no, they don't. They, 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 they tell me that, oh, no, don't worry. There's ways that we can confront the courts. Uh, they're not like they're not gods, basically. They, there's things you can do, like, you know. You could impeach court. You could impeach Supreme Court justices. You know what I mean? Like you can increase the number of court justices. But ultimately, we would have to do that through somebody else who gets the choice to decide whether or not he wants he or she wants to do that. And those same people that have that ability, though, we may be able to elect them. We have less democracy here in America than we they do maybe in a Europe because we don't even have a chance to. For, for particularly for the senators, because they're in for six years, an extremely long period of time that if we vote and you get like a Kirsten Cinema or a Joe Manchin just being defiant to their own pop to, to, to their own constituency. Right. They could just be allowed to exist there for six years and there's no referendum to just pull them out. You know what I mean? A vote of no confidence. I, I, I truly believe this. Not just for the presidency, but for every elected official in a in, in, in holding public office should be able to get pulled. All of them. We must start making these politicians feel uncomfortable. Regardless of political affiliation, this is advantageous for you. To be able to pull a politician because you believe they are not in they are not operating in their constituency's best interest will be one of the most, one of the greatest things we could do for American democracy. Fundamentally, you don't even like we don't even have to change how how long, how many times they can be in, or how long they're allowed to how long they're allowed to have a career. You start being able to pull people. Guess what? You can go in as many times as you want. And you best believe you're going to have to listen to everything we say. Or you'll be out of there. I don't care what part of their term they're in. Once a year, in there, maybe not House, because they have only really two years. So that's kind of, two years isn't really long enough. So I, would, I definitely would not push this on the House. But, hey, you know, for everyone else, if you don't want to touch the term times, every once a year, we should be able to have a refer a, a, a refer the ability to be able to pull politicians. I think this would change fundamentally how our democracy operates. A lot of a lot of things would be operate very differently if that was the case. They'd be because right now it, it feels that we you know we apparently put these people in and like they, they get into office and then they get their own ideas about how things should be done. And they like almost completely forget why the constituency put them in. And then we're kind of just along for the ride. You know, let's let you know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to rag on the Democrats a little bit here. But like, hello, Joe Biden. What happened to $15 minimum wage? You know, like what what is going on here? 
you know? <laughs> what happened to college tuition? Just gone? Just gone. You know, n- never going to do it. You, I, I've changed my mind, guys. I, I ran on that. No, you change your mind. We change your mind, too. You're getting pulled. That's how it'll be. And that's how it should be for these Supreme Court justices. I don't think there's nothing there's nothing sanctified about any. As long as a human being is in it, it's not sanctified. There's no one above their own. Like, uh, it, it is it is just the truth of how people work. There is no one who can take their. There's no removing your bias from a decision. Your bias is coming in. Every time you go, you go into an action, that's just that's just what it is to be human. No amount of education, growing up in the right areas, stops that. Biases impact everything, and so, you know, the the only thing that is pure in a democracy and should be sanctified is the people's ability to impact government. So, we must we must be able to pull the Supreme Court justices. Because this is bad. This is really bad. Kind of got went to the solution before talking about, you know, really the Christian right. But I, I just feel like it had to be said before we do anything else. But I shall be right back. Yeah, it's just it's just something that's going to need to happen. It's gonna ha- it's gonna have to happen. There's no way around it. These uh these judges have an ideology. I'm not blaming them. They're Americans, they're allowed to have their own opinions. I understand that. But when you hold that position, like ideally, what you'd want from a judge is it's supposed to be. They're supposed to take their interpretation of the Constitution as they as they see it at that time that they're in and do what would be just for the people. Do what we rule in the just viewing of what the people view. Like the, the judges are just representations of the people, basically what I'm trying to say. Like they should be ruling in the way. In the same way, the people would view just like the majority, the majoritarian opinion of justice is of the people of that time. That's that should be it. That should be how it's viewed. And so, like, an example of this is like, you know, you get a judge, you know, they, they like, you know, they get a ruling on like whether or not, you know, like murder the state should murder people, you know, and the judge should be ruling the judge as a representative of the people should be ruling in the way that they feel the people feel about it. Now, if the, if the people feel that the state should be able to kill people, then, you know, for a time, that will be the case. And it'll be up to, you know, at the individual small level, if people feel that and just to argue and try to convince the majority populace that, you know, state sanctioned killings are bad and that, you know, we shouldn't do it. And then once the people's opinions have moved on that towards, you know, it's 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 bad or good. The, 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 that's how the ruling should move, you know, 
But like this idea that they could, the judges are just these like all knowing people because of whatever reason they just like, you know, we, well, because we, because we picked them because of, well, the, the, the president decided, decided he like, oh, I like the, I like the cut of his jib. So like, I've got a, I'm a, I'm a nominate this guy in Congress. Like, oh yeah, we like him too. So like now this guy is just sanctified. He's not, he's no longer human being. Like get out of here. It's a ridiculous idea. But that's kind of how we live right now. You know, no real accountability. And I'm sorry, I don't consider like, let's, let's be honest. All this outrage about, um, you know, like the Roe v. Wade ruling. They ain't pulling this guys. They're not. I've heard AOC say we should be, we should um, one hundred percent take this out. We're not doing that. If if we were out here making movements like this, if we're out here making moves like that, <laughs> Donald Trump would just not be in office. If the government, if the U.S. government was really that like hands on with distributing justice like that. People would never be in power. Nancy Pelosi would have been gone years ago. Obama for his drone strikes on innocence, been been impeached straight out of office. Biden, with his taking of Afghanistan, Af- Afghani money, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, I don't think people, let me not get into that. All I'm saying is that all these, the, the United States is not interested in this. The, that is not how we operate. That is not how we do things here. You know, we will not, we do not act in the name of justice as swiftly as we like to pretend we do. We'll act in the, in the name of capital. We'll act in the name of corrupt politicians very quickly, very swiftly. But in, in the name of justice, that that's, that's, that's a pipe dream. You need to wait the you need to wait the hell up if you actually believe that to be the case. But yes, we're not we're not removing these guys, and it's unfortunate because if 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 we did, if we could in the current system, that'd be great. But I still wouldn't I, I still wouldn't view it as enough. Personally, I think that um until the even the Supreme Court uh, until the Supreme Court is in the power is under the boot of the people and is forced to be they're forced to be selected through the people by the people they'll forever like you know what i mean we could put as many democrats in we could pack the courts if we want to they they'll still they'll still rule in ways that are pro capital and pro whatever minority power is in control right now But I skipped a lot ahead. Um, we need to start talking about the, the evangelical right. Uh, Christian right. And this is a this is a group that I'm intimate with. I spent more time in my life as a churchgoer than anything else. And uh, I was a, I definitely was heavily in the church. In the Bible, going to Christian camps, like that was my life. So like I can like this is something I really didn't need to research. Like when people talk about the Christian right and they just haven't they weren't there 
like there's just things I'll say here that is going to be like, oh, you need to be able to prove that. And like, you know, there, there'll be people, maybe if there's people on the Christian right that listen to this, there'll be people who will uh, try to argue that I'm I'm making jumps, logical leaps with no proof. And I I know it's going to be, I, 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 I will do that a lot on the other podcast too. I'm not going to deny, I'm not going to, this isn't like an academic paper. I'm like, these are just really just me talking about the issues of the day <laughs> and what I believe. I'm not going to always prove these things, but uh, the one thing you can know is that I remember a lot of things. I, I store a lot of memory. I, I store a lot of stuff in my head. I'm telling you the, the things I'm saying that they will do. That is what they want to do. And uh, I know it's going to seem crazy, and I, I anticipate people will fight me on my takes, especially before I'm proven right in the real world, you know. But I, I know this to be true. The Christian right are hell bent on making uh, the United States a United States Constitution be subordinate to their Christian beliefs. Fundamentally, that is their goal. There's they are they're ideologically, unironically, no different than uh you know isis to be honest i know they haven't done any of the damage devices and i know this is gonna that's gonna be an extreme example but i i know it to be the case democracy is merely um the the thing they must work through to get to their goal you know um they know if they were out if they if they were outright violent and they try to take it with violence they'll be met by harsh retaliation from the state, so they must do it through um more uh, nuanced and like cunning. They, they must be more cunning and devious uh, with their uh, maneuvers to seize power. But do not be mistaken; this is this is their goal. Um, you only just need to attend their churches for I don't know, like a year, and you, you like you, you will see it. Um. It is, uh, it, it is, it is their goal. They, they do not care for free. They, they view freedom of religion to be freedom to, to, to worship their God and no one else's. And if you have any respect for anything that is said in the U S constitution, now I like, you must fundamentally see why this is problematic. You know, I'm not somebody to quote the founding fathers all the time. I think the lionization of these guys is one of the most annoying things they do in this country, but I, I, I accept the reality. I, I accept the reality of where I live. So this is what people do. But I do, res- I do like that. It, it was freedom to believe freedom to be able to practice any religion that you choose. You know, this was an important thing about the constitution. You know, like it's, it is about it is as being American. It is a part of being American as like, you know, gun culture is or freedom of speech is this. This is a huge part of being American. You know, diversity and religious belief is is American as apple pie. And I don't in this group, the Christian right and they they do not believe in this at all. They do not. They don't. They don't care for civil civil liberties. They don't care for civil liberties. 
They'll give they care for the liberties that the Bible may have granted you. But that'll be it. And as you know, somebody who does self-identify as a Christian, I understand like, you know, you're passionate about your belief. I'm not telling you not to continue to be passionate about it, but you must fundamentally understand that state governments must be secular. We have seen, and this has been said multiple times by people way smarter than me, that in the dark ages, we saw what an all-powerful Christian, you know, government state is in the monarchs. And it it was not, you know, this was not an enjoyable experience. You know, you could actually argue that the time between Rome monarchs and then like modern democracies as we see it now, that was a decline in thought in, in a lot of things, you know. Like it, it like it, it was not a good time period to live in. And to to pretend that like now all of a sudden it's going to be any different, you know, in the more modern day, I, I just, you know, just come on guys, like, look, look at the middle East. You know, if you want, if you want a real temperature check on what it looks like to live in a, you know, theocracy, just look at the middle East and look, and look at like Saudi Arabia, you know, an ally of the United States for reasons that I, I still can't fucking figure out. Um, like, oh, well, you know, I know the reasons, but like ideologically, it makes no sense. You know, these guys, these guys are killing people. You know, they, they cut off people's hands for stealing because their religious texts say that's, you know, deem that as like, uh, uh, like, you know, at, at the time period of which it was happening as an appropriate punishment. Now, of course, there's good, there's good Muslims now that will argue that that's ridiculous that was just a time. No one's saying that you need to do it. And I actually agree with them. I don't believe that's. I don't believe it either. But, you know, think about it. C- Christianity's from the same technical era, you know? So, like, do you want to live in that reality? I, I really doubt it. And I'm, I'm not even trying to even claim that even most Americans even want to. Because a, a thing about this issue that I hate is that they think that people are trying to paint this issue, this... uh this abortion issue, like it's some 50, 50 conversation. Like Americans are really debating this. No, we're not. I said this earlier in the podcast. No, one's really debating this. Nobody is really debating this. No. Majority opinion in the United States is that abortion is, you know, abortion. I think at 15 weeks is, you know, it's fine. Maybe they get a little queasy at the idea of it. They may never do it themselves, but if you want to do that, go ahead. That should be the opinion of this the Supreme Court as well. We live in a democracy. I don't believe in no 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 guys, no kings. They I do not believe <laughs> that these guys, because of ooh, I don't know, they graduated from what is what's this fucking chicks? From Notre Dame. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You know? I don't care what they taught you in Notre Dame. I'm sure it was a lot of great stuff, you know. <laughs> but like in 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 the, you know. If we're going to respect democracy as it is, and we're not going to live on some command down uh, government, you know what I mean? If, if a, a democracy is 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 a government that's supposed to listen to the people and rule based off of the interests of the people, theoretically, you know. So why is the the opinions of the people just being ignored in the name of some apparently high minded idea about how something, uh, you know? Uh, a fetus is a person. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
anyway, so like it's it is it is a ridiculous idea. But if we allow it, if we allow and we do nothing to these judges, they will continue to rule in the way of the Christian right. So we must start paying very close attention to what are the interests of the Christian right to get a good idea of what may be possibly happening going into the future. And, um, you know, one of, one of the things we need to start talking about, and I know some of you do not, may not care about this, but because, you know, you just, you know, you just don't care, but like gay marriage is under threat. It is a hundred percent under threat. If we start acknowledging the fact that this is not some wedge issue among Americans, but really this is the Christian right dictating to the majority what they should believe in, what world they're going to live in, then we must start looking at what the Christian rights interests are to get an understanding of what what our world may look like if these judges are allowed to continue standing without democratic control. Um. Some, you know, gay marriage is gone. Contraception is gone. Uh, You could argue that, you know what I mean? They'll use any ways they can, any way they can get a case of the judges to reduce, to either, either reduce public school funding and giving more vouchers to, um, give more vouchers to parents so they can homeschool or send their schools, send their kid to private schools at a cheaper price. They're going to do because they want, unless of course they can get the ability to have religion be teach at schools because if that's the case then they'll find a way to get just christianity taught at schools which is going to fundamentally just that 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 is where they are they are trying to push us like they they want all of the they want the whole country to just be under the boot of right christianity right-wing christianity and uh it's it's sad because as, as somebody who believes in christ himself um I know that Christ would never use the bully, the bully pulpit of the state to impose his, his, uh, you know, himself onto the people. You know, it was always a matter of choice. You know what I mean? You accept them in your heart by choice, not through the, like, you know what I mean? And like, and let's, let's start speaking on that realistically as Americans, like Christianity, the reason why Christianity and democracy kind of like came along to, you know, really like, you know, they, they were walking the same path, you know, like they, you, you I, I believe if I'm not mistaken, like, you know, you know, like you got like you, you, Christianity and democracy, Christianity and democracy kind of walked the same line. You know, I mean, Christianity existed through other organizations of people, but I do believe that there is a correlation due to the fact of the willingness of just choice. You, you choose to accept this. I'm not saying that, you know, Muslim, the Muslim leave does not. But like in my own experience, and at least the way I was, I grew up and taught with it, it kind of felt always synonymous. Maybe that was just propaganda from the, uh, the churches I was going to. But I, I don't know. Even now, as a more left leaning person, I still feel that it, it does line up very well, you know. And so to to use that, you know, egalitarian, like it, it, to use the state, you know what I mean, to force people to do it just feels like you're just you're only going to make people less Christian, you know, like you you could only maybe maybe like yeah that's really all you're gonna do really all you're really going to do 
it's convinced more and more people that they, you know, should view Christianity as a threat to their own civil liberties. And I feel that is a shame. That's all you can hope. That's all that that's all that's going to happen. And that's what people are doing. And I'm seeing it. And it's and it's sad, you know. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, people who don't harm Christians live sad reality, but I'm just saying that, like, I do think for some people, Christianity could be a great solution to a lot of them, at least mental, like spiritual, mental and spiritual ails they have, you know, that can be, you know, like it's, it's, it's just sad, but in the Christian right is strong. It's, it's way stronger than I would argue that the Christian left, they are way more organized they uh, they have a clear and concise message. This is what always sounds me about the right. Their organization and their unific- unity in messaging, like the militancy of these people, is always what I find so impressive. They are able to just they're able to just get a message, you know, get not get a message, get an idea, get it, get their people on go- online with it, and get it going, and it is. It is uh, it's impressive to uh, to watch sometimes the the efficiency of it because right now like even right now they did this thing just this thing just got struck down and you were already hearing messaging about like yep and now our next mission is to get abortion Ill- like code of law illegal across all you know what I mean across the country completely stop tossing the state oh no it must be decided by the states argument I, I i i fucking hated hearing that shit every time i heard that i cringed at people who i know heard the talking point and actually believed it you know like it <laughs> if you ever hear anybody say state power just assume they're reactionary immediately maybe maybe like maybe not reactionary intentionally but at least react they've been listening to a lot of reactionaries because it is a default thing because let me explain it Quite simply, um, the reason why the um, this this state power argument gets gets pushed is because they know at the state level they have power. You see, like um, for for example, the for particularly the Christian right, they view the federal government adversarially. You know, they don't view it as an institution that has their ideological best interests. You know their best interest being creating, turning this entire country into a theocracy. So they must weaken their enemy in they must weaken their enemy. However, they see fit and they are using the fact that, you know, live in a, I think it's called a federalist country. Uh, like where like, you know, states have a level of autonomy, you know, to basically say we should have absolute autonomy. And you guys should kind of only just be able to just like give us money and like defend us unless we get invaded, you know, unless we get invaded, you know, kind of like a, 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 a like a articles of the Confederacy. Am I not mistaken? What is it called? Articles. Yep. Articles of Confederation. Yep. Almost like a time period like that, you know, and actually, you know, actually not thinking about it. It probably actually would ideally want to live in this reality, you know, where every state is like literally runs itself like its own little country, 
you know? But people forget that the Articles of Confederation didn't work. Um, federal government couldn't pay. They got a, a little, a little no fact is like, you know, federal government couldn't even levy tax on people, you know? And so, like, they couldn't pay for, like, coming to the end of the, uh, you know, the Revolutionary War, they were struggling to pay their officers at, um, that they were fighting the revolution for them and basically won it for them, you know? And so, it just caused great turmoil. It almost caused a, you know, almost caused a counter revolution that could have had the entire United States collapse, you know? Um, it, it was, it was a, uh, it was, it, it was a, it, it was a bad time. Like, you know, the, a two week federal government is not good, you know? And so, but back on topic, um, Christian Wright wants to weaken the federal government so it can, so that the state government, which it has immense control over, uh, at the individual state levels, particularly in, in, you know, the Bible belt, uh, you know, in the in some in, in, you know states in the Midwest, but they have a significant control over, you know, through you know their activism, organizing donations. You know what I mean? Uh they can just, you know, they they effectively come de facto leaders of that uh that that state, you know, because they 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 are a part of all the pillars of power, you know. You have somebody in in all the pillars of power there. That's the reason why they want. They always screaming state powers. They were they're able to remove their only enemy, and then they become this. You know, they've effectively become the state in that situation, and that's undesirable for anyone in that state that does not want to live under the boot of a, of right wing Christianity. You know, and just wants to be just an American. You know, because in all reality, in that situation, you will find that. You know, let's let's use like a Texas and like compare it to like a New York. The differences in reality between New York and Texas would be so great that you would bring the whole idea of a nation into question. Like, how could you even say these are two of the same places? You know. But then again, I think that we're actually starting to see that reality when it comes economically. Like, you know, so well, yeah, the, economically, there's this that there is that question too. You know, you have some people living in some abject poverty. Let's look at like Louisiana people, you know, you see the biggest extremes of, you know, abject poverty while at this, um, at the same time seeing extreme wealth, like nowhere else you could see in the country and probably even the world, to be honest. Uh, that might be a little, I may, I might've been going hyperbolic there, but like Louisiana is pretty extreme, but like that, that's another reason why we need, to, we need, uh, <laughs> to, uh, do something about that. Uh, that something is, uh, never mind. Let me stop. Uh, <laughs> only on, um, so we're only going to talk about abortion today. Um, but yeah, like the, the Christian right is just, you know, this, this is their mission. I mean, if you, if you do not want to li listen, the Christian right are also pro the <laughs> the prohibition. So I, I just you know for people who think that, that you know oh that's fine you know not bothering me just know <laughs> this is not a these guys are these guys are fully committed you know and it, it's 
It's, it's, it, it can get really anti-fun in a hurry. You know, they're pro, they're, pro, you know, making Sunday, uh, the Lord's day banning all like consumerism. Well, actually banning, cons- banning the ability to shop on Sunday, ending, stopping consumerism for a day might actually be based. Not that I think about it. Now, just having Americans not be consumers for one day might just awaken some level of class consciousness that, like, maybe they're not that bad. <laughs> Wait, I'm joking. Hey, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I'm actually just I'm actually like reading their wiki about some of their uh, their their views. Um, but yeah, like it is. Um, there's a nightmare. It, in, in all seriousness, it, it is a nightmare reality, and um, and, and let it let it not be confused. They are not; these guys aren't enemies of big government. So it's like to my libertarian people who think these guys are like, oh, well, like you know, they well they they want to get rid of the federal government because actually they are uh, they like a uh, small government. No, my friend, they just want a big government. They 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 want big government. They just want a big government that's ideologically aligned with them. The government could be as big as they want, as big as it freaking can ever be. As long as they viewed the world the same way they did, you know, and so that's that's just the reality. It's really a sad day. Um, this is without saying. Listen, I, I could go into how terrible this is for women, but as a man, I just feel like I'm gonna leave that perspective towards women. I think that they can more accurately depict all the nightmare scenarios they'll have. They could possibly have to live through, and um in a reality where, you know, like, you know, where they, where you live in a state where they choose to go the maximalist position of the Christian right. That is, uh, something I cannot speak to. I mean, like there's fears as men you know what I mean? Like, let's not pretend like abortion does not benefit men, which is, I feel like the most annoying take I could hear from a dude. You know, if, if none of you have went through a pregnancy scare, um, let me tell you something. Abortion is a wonderful thing to have some very easy access to, you know, when like the con- all things else failed, you know. But, you know, I, I'm going to leave the the feelings of the women to the women of the world of well, not the world, but like the United States on how they feel about it. think that they can give the proper energy to it. Uh, than I can. Um, but yeah, like, uh, this is, uh, this is a, this is a, listen, man, this is an insurgency. Like the Christian right is very militant with their, uh, with their, like organizing. Like you remember they're, they're using the name of God. So they don't even have to pay some of these workers, to be honest, they're doing this for free. So they can completely use every dime they can for donations towards organizing events towards, it is, it is a full mission because they, they, they are fully committed to this mission and it's going to, it's going to require a counter organizing group. You know, you can't leave these to like, to be honest, guys, we cannot leave this work to just the politicians. We can barely get these guys to see the dangers of a society where you go <laughs> and have to take out loans to go to school. And then get a job that didn't require you to go to school. You know what I mean? They like 
you know, to, to, they, they're not going to be able to. The, the, what I'm trying to say is these guys aren't able to see danger <laughs> the way, uh, the way, you know, maybe like a normal human being should be able to see danger. So it's going to require some level of organizing from the from the grassroots, like grassroots, the grassroots level, you know, uh, you know, get get a get a part of your community, you know, talk to your local pastors. Let's 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 stop pretending like churches are irredeemable, you know, like, oh, it's like, oh, no, all churches are going to be the same. That is untrue. Even though I grew up in the evangelical church, I know that uh, my church was nowhere near as reactionary as like uh, what most of these, uh, uh, you know, Southern Christian right churches are. You know, they had their bad takes. Don't get me wrong. They had their bad takes. But a lot of good work has happened through the church. And so we must start, you know, st- start questioning your pastors, see where they stand on this. You know, they don't got to they don't got to like abortion and they don't even got to tell, you know, they don't got to they only got to tell you that, the, you know, what I mean, they like, oh, I would they, they don't have to say anything. All they have to really be is I want people to have the freedom to do as the, the gods, God's giving them free will to have a choice. I want them the ability to make that choice. And, you know, organize around that, you know, we need to see a counter Christian movement to counteract this Christian right, because like they think they, they, because right now they're just they're they're levying in on the fact that it's like, oh, no, we're the people of God. We're knowing damn well they're not. So actually, no, they believe it. But like, damn well, I know they're not, you know, no, no Christian, no Christian would ever force their that is so anti-Christian to force your beliefs on. If if Jesus, the literal son of God, was not forcing his belief down people's throat, I, I'm sorry. Who are you? Who are you? Really? You know, get the, get the, you know, put that in perspective when you're thinking about this stuff. If so, the son of God was on earth, not forcing his beliefs down people's throat, mind you, they were good. They're egalitarian. You know, help the poor, help the sick. But he still was like, it's your choice to do that, to follow me or not to. But, you know, these same people t- take take that and bastardize it into this and say, like, oh, no, we're actually we're actually here for saving the kids. And then when the kids are here, it is <laughs> when the kids are born, they want to help them in no type of way. It, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. And so, yeah, it's just nonsense. Let's be honest, you know. So with that being said, um, it is a it is a sad day to be an American. It is it is uh, it's going to be weird, you know, and I, I, I personally refuse to sit back and listen to like the traditionalist ways of like, oh, you know, elect more Democrats or shoot, fuck that, elect more, even more progressives and we'll. We'll do it the right way. We'll we'll put in more judges. No, fuck that, bro. Let's get these guys out of here now. You know what I mean? They got to be a faster way. You know? You know? What is... They got to be a faster way. This is, the People are tired of, of being told, oh, no, actually, you guys need to take some personal responsibility for getting Roe v. Wade struck down. You just didn't vote for enough Democrats. That is the most annoying thing to hear. In a country where less... Probably... Like 
unless I think Donald kind of messed this up, but it was it was getting to the point where less than 50 percent of people were actually going out to go vote, you know, some ridiculous number like that. You know, when half the when half your population is not even participating in the general elections anymore of just the presidency, let's not even get into what those numbers may look like for the state, for the mayoral level things like people are just not participating. You know, how could you say you're living in a democracy? You know, like how how explain it to me? I may be just stupid, you know? Don't just tell people to go vote. Tell people to go vote and then you just choose not to do anything. This is why we need to be able to take these guys out of the chair. I feel like a little bit more agency. You know, let's let's put a little bit more agency in the people's hands. If we just need to go vote, then you're right. We do need to go vote. You're right. I need the ability to vote you out, too. If you're just going to keep doing that, because clearly you guys don't feel like you want to. You you don't you don't want to do work. (laughs) That's really what it looks like. You don't want to do work. You want to go in there, collect a check, make money for corporations, pull money from the working class. And then just whenever we, you know, we're upset about something, do you want to just look to us and say you need to vote in more? No, no. You know, I believe you. I'm. You're right. I do need to vote more. I need to be able to vote you out. No, no, no. Not vote somebody else. In. I just need the ability to be able to vote you straight out. Like, that's the only decision I need. And then when. We'll worry about who we're going to vote in after we know you're out. You know, that's one thing the American people need. You know, you give them that much power. You might you might see some things. You're going to see some things. You'd be surprised. I'm not this person in absolute fear of the decisions of the American population. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I believe that too many Apparently, high-minded people have kept arguing that, oh, if you gave the masses the right to vote, it'll be, it'll be the, what about the rule of the mob, dictatorship of the mob? I, you know what? I've talked to the mob. I live with the mob. I work with the mob. I, I go with groceries with the mob. The mob are more, the mob are more uh, responsible than you think. The more reasonable than they're giving credit. I think the mob would do a half decent job running this country because right now they're not because we know at least 60% of the country as of June 2nd, a Gallup uh, <laughs> was it in, in Gallup poll said they did not want to see Roe v. Wade turn overturned 60% Republicans have never even seen 60% in the last 40 50, shoot, I, I don't even think they've even touched, I don't even think they've ever even touched that in so, a long time. You know? Yet, yet we must, we must fear it. No, I think the people, the American people are responsible enough to know what is moral and what is not. I don't think these judges are, I, I think they're complete, American people are completely able to pick judges if they want to. They can, they can put up a judge they want. You know? They can put up a judge if they want. You know, we should we sh- we should be able to be the final say of whether a judge, especially a Supreme Court judge of that level, a hundred percent, we should be able to pick that when they can when they can affect our everyday lives to that much of a minute level, to where we are seeing in states, abortion clinics close. Hell no, I gotta be able to pick that guy. I'm sorry.
it is what it is. Life is tough. I don't care. <laughs> I don't really care what Trump, Biden, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi have to say. I'm going to have to pick that guy or girl or whatever they identify with. Like, I'm going a, I'm to a have to. Because that's extreme. That's extreme. I'm wrong with this. This ain't some nuance like thing that people can't really touch, see, feel, or anything. No, this th- we are seeing people's lives at the hundreds of millions of people in this country will be affected. You know, every woman is affected by this. Maybe not at the same amount, because th- this is another thing. This is another thing that isn't talked about. Depending on how much money you have. And what is your relationships to the means of production? You are impacted by this differently. If you have enough money to just fly to an to to another state, to another country to get an abortion, you live in an entirely different reality than somebody who's at the poverty line. Let me take a drink. And that's just real. People don't want to talk about it. People, people hate talking about class here, but this is this impacts working class people, working class women, working class men at a level. It just doesn't affect the richer upper class. To be honest, abortion being legal to 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 upper class is whatever upper rich capital owners. The, the you know what I mean? The owner class are basically internationalists anyway. OK, it's illegal here. I just go over there. It, it, what is what is the rules of a nation to a person who could just go somewhere else and get it done? Hey, what are the rules of a state when you're just rich enough to get to get on a bus? Oh shoot, if you're rich, you're just driving, but you know to just go and just go do it somewhere else. When you know you when you can take time out of work. To go get an abortion. And when you, these abortion laws affect you differently than if you were somebody who is working class, has to work every time. You know, you calling out of work, you are risking that there's a chance they're going to fire you. That's just real. That's just real. I don't know what to tell you. You know? And so. Like that that's that's something I feel like is missing. I feel like when uh when we first heard the rumors of this this being happened, you started hearing conversations and it got shut down because people don't want to admit that in America class distinctions is something that is just never talked about. But it's real. The work for working class women who cannot afford to take a to you know what I mean, to, to call out of work, even if it's a no payday, they cannot. And employers will not allow it. The gauze of the reason, then um, no, you just you you, <laughs> I mean, like how how are they going to be able to do it? You know, they're gonna they're gonna be forced to have kids, and then after they have the kid, they're gonna have to go right back to work. You know what I mean? It is it is a it it is a it is a terrible reality. Um, it affects everyone. I know we're talking about particularly women, but men do not delude yourself. You will be affected too. Um, I hate, I mean, I hate to have to use the child support thing, but it is real child support is real and it is a, 
it, it gets expensive in a hurry. So for if you think that like, oh, you know, this is just I'm just we just triggered the feminists and this ain't nothing going to affect me. You must you must just be sexless, bro, because uh, anyone who's, who has sex <laughs> knows why it's very important for abortion to be very easily accessible. You know, and for those who like you may pass their prime, pass their time. You know, this is just about civil liberties, you know, fundamentally. Like, if you allow this to be taken away from them, you know, like, you know, like, if you allow people's civil liberties to get nibbled away, you know, and especially if you are a group, uh, you know, I mean, a a minority group or like, you know what I mean, a, a a historically oppressed group, then in all reality, like yours is yours are on the table too. I, I don't want to get into more of the views of the Christian right, but they ain't the most progressive bunch. You know, uh, just start looking into their own history. Um, what their opinions are on, uh, I don't know, anything really. <laughs> just start realizing their their views are very, can be very, very reactionary. If you are somebody who has libertarian social values, you should be upset about the Roe v. Wade situation. Something I thought was uh, really cool was uh, David. Uh, was it David Portman? Who's the barstool? Whoever the barstool CEO name is. Um, you know, he took a stand. He was like, "Yo, if uh, abortion is struck down, I'm a vote Democrat." Now, just voting Democrat don't mean you're lefty. I must, I must, I must stomp that out right now. Kyle Galinsky said that, and at first I was feeling him, and then I thought about it. I was like, "Wait." Nancy Pelosi is a Democrat, <laughs> so the, 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 you're no lefty because you voted Democrat. But I, I do get the symbolic meaning of that. Like, oh, no, this is so reactionary to me. I can't even stand with this. And I, I think this is many. I actually think this is more of an opinion on for, for Republican use people who normally would vote Republican. that people actually want to give credit on the media. I actually don't believe that this it, I, I do believe, you know, you know, People, some people on the right, you know, want to continue the perpetual uh, domination of women's bodies um, and, you know, a lot of patriarchal ideas. But I do believe, particularly with the younger generation of men, that they viewed abortion as just the thing women had the right to decide. And they were relatively fine with that. So I know this reality is kind of strange for them, too. And so I'm not surprised that Dave Portman uh, would. Uh, Portman, I feel like I'm saying his name wrong. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Barstool CEO. Um, and like. Uh, I'm not surprised that he's he was, in, you know, he, he would say something like that. And, you know, he got a lot of pushback and, you know, he's still not running away. You know, he ain't pulling back at uh I mean, if he could just full turn himself into a full-fledged communist, that'd be great for ball steel sport. No, no, I wouldn't. He shouldn't do that for the in the sake of his business. <laughs> the ZVV shouldn't do that. But um, I I just think that like it is um, it's very telling, you know. Um, but yeah. Uh, so we've talked about uh how we need to be able to get the judges straight fucking out of power. And whenever they decide to be wild and go against public uh, 
public belief and public uh, majority thought. Um, you know, thought about the class distinctions, which I, f- I feel like I need to level even heavier into. Like, it really is. And if we talk about this from a class perspective, you start realizing how evil this is and why you could see um, how evil it is and who it directly affects. You know what I mean? Poor women, you're going to see women, poor women die. Not maybe, you know, maybe from pregnancies, but the stresses may be related to just even having the birth of the child. You know, we have no safeties in the United States. You know, there's no guarantees from the state. When having children, you know, what I mean, we, we we are just trying to figure out a baby formula situation that they were aware of long before it was a big, big issue. You know, and so like. Um, you know, when you have a state that doesn't guarantee protections for. It's uh, it's people, particularly when it comes to family and child rearing, you know, when it costs ten thousand dollars for a pregnancy just to give birth. And that doesn't even, you know, um, then you could just throw on top childcare, you know, all the things, <laughs> like all those things on top of, like you really are like out on your own. And so to say that then you don't even get the option to decide that, um, you know, whether or not you want to continue on with this, because people are not going to stop having sex, you know? So like, you know, and, but, but then again, it's the opinion of the Christian, right? To, to abstain that actually no if you can't have a kid just can't have sex either like you know what i mean like you see how like the snowballs of the civil liberties just gets just just slowly you know what i mean or and not even really slowly in a hurry starts getting ripped away you know what i mean because now you're just like oh you take away abortion you know and now it's like oh damn i have to Oh, well, what, what if I want to have sex? Oh, well, you know, have less sex. If you, if you can't afford if you can't afford to get abortion, you can't afford to have a kid. Don't have sex. Boom. Without even having to put a law into the books, they've effectively done. That. You know what I mean? There's things it, it's, it's so it, it's a slippery slope and we cannot entertain or even try to even legitimize, uh, the arguments any type of way, you know? Like we must stand fast and say, we will not stand in the way of the individual civil liberties of a woman. They must be able to have agency over their own body, regardless of whether or not we think it is a moral choice or not. And there's many other groups that we should allow that freedom to as well. But yeah, um, yeah, that's true. I think I've kind of said my piece on the matter. Um, maybe I could have levied heavier into you know, the Christian right and their ideas about um, where they would like the world to go. Actually, no. There is one more thing. Do not think because it's the you know the Christian right has Christian in it, they are willing to use moral tactics. I think that we need to start being very these people are pragmatic. They, I think I was listening to Zizek. It was talking about how, like, um, how do you uh, make normal people do stuff like the Holocaust? I, I, I think it's like in his master class. And, um, you know, and he was talking, and I think he was talking about how, like, in a, a totalitarian state, um, would acknowledge 
you know, the, the the moral conundrum you run into, like when you're when you're a person, like how um how intimate like the murdering of another person can be. I know this seems dark, but like I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> um, and you know, a truly skillful totalitarian state will acknowledge this conflict. Like, oh yes, you are a you are a moral person. You're a human being. Of course, you wouldn't want to do this because there's your humanness. But if you fully commit, like what the totalitarian state would do is um, it would acknowledge it, but then say, if you really want to be a true patriot for the cause, for your nation, you must ignore that humanist, humanist, hum- or human instinct in you to... To fight for the higher power. That is what it is to be a true patriot. And it will, it will flip that ne- that will it will flip your perspective on doing this negative thing is being truly being a true patriot and turn it into a positive, which is able to convince you to do things that you would normally as a human not do, you know, and I actually think um, this is the this is like some level of contradict. Uh, it's some level a this contradiction it's something I think that can be well described when it comes to the, the Christian right, because, you know, you have all these values and it seems they ignore them in the name of them getting their goals, getting to their goals, like completely ignoring them. No, you, you saw these judges straight lie to Congress under oath about their intentions, you know, and the question you must ask is like, you know, I mean, they, they say they're really Christian. They really believe in the faith. Um, I think the bad reaction is that no, no, they're actually not fully committed. They just want to control the body. I, I do believe that is the partially part of the case, but I actually also do believe they are true believers and they've been indoctrinated into believing that we must do anything and everything. Even we must even break our own text to get their goals. And so with that being understood, you must understand that they are willing, they'll be willing to lie. They'll be willing to cheat They'll be willing to subvert to I would not even be surprised, though we have not seen it, or at least I'm not aware of it, that they'd be willing to do anything to get to their goals. And with that realization, we must be able to act swiftly and aggressively to stop this movement because they they will not stop. They petitioned to get Roe v. Wade overturned. For 40 years, this is an institution, the Christian right, that is motivated, well organized, and disciplined. We will need those same. They will need the same. The, the left, particularly, will need the same level of discipline. And I, I do not see it as of now. I see a lot of I see a lot of people marching in protest, but we need we need we need sustained political defiance to this group over a long period of time if we want to see them be defeated because they are subversive to democracy and as somebody on and if democracy is truly a left-wing idea then we must defend it at all costs and uh yeah yeah that's uh the first podcast damn well, i went uh 20 minutes over than what i thought Oh, yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the talk. Um, Yeah, it's definitely like one of my first times like doing something like this. I I mean, I've I've talked for an hour before, but like 
is the first time like I'm just talking to myself into a mic and it feels a little bit awkward. But um, yeah, hopefully uh, you guys enjoy it. Uh, you guys can come back. Um, have a Discord. Um, but um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with this. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on the social medias. I think like uh, I could put descriptions on podcasts. So I'll probably just throw my like Twitter and like my Discord on there. There's kind of like the two places where I'm like mostly political. Other things I kind of just want to leave as personal, maybe. Then again, if you kind of have those, you probably eventually find my Instagram. Maybe you're not. I don't know. I'll, I'll maybe I'll put other stuff. But yeah, that is my own personal feelings about this. I, I must once again reiterate how important it is to recognize that the Christian right as an organization is a far right organization. I ideologically pretty much aligned with like groups like ISIS and the Taliban and the, but just for Christians, you know what I mean? And we must start taking them way more seriously, especially particularly on the left. But even if you're not on the left as somebody who is just, you know, centrist or even right, even if you're right leaning doesn't mean you're an, you're, 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 you're an evangelical Christian right person. And you will see, as many women have become aware of, how dangerous this group is. And they, they, they will do anything they can to control your civil liberties if they think it to be bad. And we must get organized. So join your local political groups. Hopefully you join like a... Oh, I really want to plug the DSA. <sighs> yeah. Join what you can. Join what you can. Get politically active, support all unions, support democratic control, direct democratic control, um, support the removal of these politicians. They're getting way too comfortable. And yeah, I'm going to sign off. Uh, hopefully the next time I post will be uh, on Thursday. Yeah. All right. Hopefully you guys enjoy your week so far. Okay. Catch you guys later.